Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. It was Sunday morning. The air was clear and crisp, and a bright sun was shining. In Ben Calvert's luxurious home on 11th Street, a fire crackled in the fireplace of the study. Ben sat in a big leather chair pulled up close to it, surrounded by the Sunday papers. But although he made the traditional picture of an American businessman relaxing on his day of rest, somehow Ben Calvert had about him an air of repressed anxiety. It was noticeable in the way he thumped the paper impatiently when he turned to a new page. The way he crossed and uncrossed his legs, moved around in the big chair as if he couldn't find a comfortable position. Then his wife, Jessie, entered the room. Jessie was wearing a becoming light blue housecoat. There was a sparkle in her eyes, an air of renewed vitality which had become apparent lately since her former lover, Brett Cameron, had returned to Wakefield. Now, Ben puts aside his paper, as Jessie says. Good morning, darling. I hope you didn't mind breakfasting alone. But I was so deliciously warm and comfortable, I just couldn't force myself to get up. It's all right, Jesse. Well, one advantage, it gave you an opportunity to read the newspapers without having to share them. Anything new happen? Let me see. Rich tea at Mrs. Swanson's. PTA luncheon. Oh, dear. Really, the Sentinel's the dullest... Wait. Well, here's something, Ben. Good heavens, listen to this, will you? Mrs. Mario Descari is at the Wakefield Hospital suffering from brain concussion and possible contusion. Mrs. Descari was discovered unconscious in the living room of her home by, by Bill Mead. Well, apparently she had received a heavy blow on the temple and in falling her head struck against a table. It has been impossible to determine Mrs. Descari's assailant since she has not yet recovered consciousness. Mrs. Mary Lane accompanied Dr. Lewis, who was attending the young woman when she was brought into the hospital. Sheriff Goodwin has been unable to locate Mario Descari in order to inform him of his wife's condition. The accident took place Yes, about... yes, 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 yes. I read it, I read it. Oh? Well, why didn't you stop me, then? You were so obviously enjoying yourself. Well, my goodness, Ben, it's so seldom anything ever happens in this town. Naturally, I'm interested. Mario Descari... You know, Ben, I remember our talking about it once. About Mary on Bill Mead. I wonder if there could be any connection. Connection how? What do you mean? Well, either you mentioned it or somebody did. About there being bad blood between Bill Mead and the Descari boy. I don't believe I ever mentioned it. Well, anyway, I remember someone saying something. At the time, I didn't think much about it, but 
Now it looks as if there must have been some truth in the story. Think so, Jesse? Well, it stands to reason, Ben. According to the paper, it was Bill Mead who reported that something had happened to Carla Descari. That's right. Well, one can't help feeling it's more than a coincidence. Bill's being right on the spot, and then Aunt Mary, too. Hmm. Mary Lane has to have her finger in everything. She's the original Florence Nightingale, isn't she? <laughs> but as for Bill, he does seem to have a knack for getting himself into trouble. Just one thing after another. Well, this business about the Discary certainly isn't going to do him any good in Wakefield. That ought to make you happy, Ben. Just what you hoped for, isn't it? Bill's getting in bad with everyone here? Ben Calvert didn't answer, and Jesse mistakenly supposed he wasn't so interested as she'd expected. But Jesse was wrong. Secretly, Ben had been very much affected by the report in the paper. As his wife said, it was what he had wanted, Bill's being disgraced in Wakefield. He'd worked for it, and now it had happened. All over town, people were reading the newspaper account and gossiping, adding to it. The paper may not mention it, they told each other, but everybody knows Mario Descari was insanely jealous. Of course he did it, because of Bill Meade. Yes, people talked. And as Jesse Calvert turned back to reread the newspaper item, Bill Meade and Peggy Douglas, dressed in their Sunday best, were just walking away from church. Well, I wish you wouldn't look so dull, hmm? You see, it wasn't nearly as bad as you thought it would be. Everybody acted the way they always have. Pleasant and friendly. Yeah, but give them time, Peggy. Most of the people we've seen haven't read the papers yet. They'll read them when they get home. Oh, I think you're exaggerating, darling. People have more sense than you give them credit for. I only wish you were right. Well, wait and see. In a week or so, they'll have forgotten the whole thing. Peggy, I was wondering, hmm? do you think we should drop around to the hospital and see how Carla is? Oh, I forgot to tell you. Aunt Mary phoned from there just before you called for Oh, me. is Carla any better? Well... She isn't any worse, but she's still unconscious. Hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean she's in any danger, no immediate danger. My Aunt Mary said that Dr. Lewis told her sometimes people with concussions stay unconscious as long as a week. Gosh, I hope Carla doesn't. If only she'd come too, so we'd know exactly what happened out there at the farm. Oh, she will, darling. And as soon as she does, this whole thing will be cleared up. That's why I wish you wouldn't worry so much. I know how you feel, but honestly, Bill, you've got to try and ignore any feeling that people will blame you for any of this. Oh, yeah, but that's easier said than done. Well, the best thing is not to dwell on it too much. Please, Bill. Let's talk about something else, huh? You know, I'm looking forward so much to seeing Lily today. It was nice of David to ask us all to dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Lily in ages, have you? No. She settled down to small-town life. Almost as if she'd been born here. And that surprised me, didn't it, you? Mm-hmm. I never would have thought she'd like it. No, neither did I. Aunt Mary's probably right. How do you mean? Well, Aunt Mary says Lily's had a life that's been pretty filled with excitement and adventure. So now she can settle down and not be afraid she missed something. <laughs> I guess that's it. Well, I'll be darned. Look who's here. Hi, Billy. Oh, hello, girl. Gosh, fella, I haven't seen you in a long time. Where have you been keeping yourself? Oh, round. Oh? Oh, you remember Peggy Douglas, don't you, Billy? Well. I believe you two met one time in the square. Yeah. 
How are you, Peggy? I just fine, Billy. You know, I do believe you've grown taller since last time we met. I am. My mother measures me against the kitchen door. Mark's gone up almost half an inch since last time. Hey, that is a lot. You're probably going to be even taller than Bill is. Guess so. <laughs> well, I've missed you, Billy. You haven't been to see me since I moved up in Mr. Bowman's place. How come? Oh, I've been kind of busy. That's so? What you been doing? Nothing special. Just things. <laughs> that sounds kind of dull. Well, why don't you come over to Mr. Bowman's with us now? Yeah, I've got some new plane models that'll knock your eye out. What do you say? Well, I'd That's like That's a swell to... idea. Let's all go over together. Well, I... I'm afraid I can't. And your mother wouldn't mind, would she? If she knows you would Bill. We could telephone her if you like. Oh, no. I mean... Well, that wouldn't work at all. Well, why not, Billy? Or have you got something else to do today? Well, not exactly. But I... I just can't come over, Bill. But I don't get it. Why not, Billy? Because. But there must be a reason. Come on, Billy, what is it? Just because. Well, Bill, if he'd rather not. No, wait a minute. I want to get the lowdown here. Billy, aren't we friends anymore? No, we're not. My mother said that I... Yes? What did your mother say, Billy? My mother says I'm not supposed to talk to you anymore. And... Oh? And I don't want to anyway. I don't want to because... Because you're bad, that's why. Bill. Bill, please don't feel so badly. Oh, but why, Peggy? Why do they have to get a little kid like Billy all fouled up? As if I'd poison his mind somehow. Why, Peggy? Why? The young girl had no answer to Bill's question. She'd been so confident people would know better than to believe Bill responsible for the tragedy at the Discary farmhouse. Now, her optimistic faith in people was shaken. Silently, she put her arm through Bill's with a warm, sympathetic little pressure to convey her love and her loyalty, no matter what other people might think. But Bill strode ahead with a white, strained expression on his face. Billy, he was thinking. Even Billy. Billy. <laughs> 